can feel it down in my plums. When I hear a sound, I rap at the door, my young son Gabriel walks in. My wife says, no, Gabriel, leave. I said, no, let the boy watch. Let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father. The way he learned from his father. <laughs> Let the boy watch the way he learned from his father. <laughs> Let the boy watch. Welcome back to Let the Boys Watch. An entertainment podcast brought to you by Going Gray Productions. I'm one of your co-hosts. My name is Robbie. Alongside me is a man who developed a speech impediment after giving Mia Wallace a foot massage and then getting thrown out of a four-story <laughs> building. Awesome, Benny. How you feeling? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and then alongside us, a man who was a stunt double for the Gimp. Wow. <laughs> Hello. Uh, one of our calls, our good friend, Ryan. That's pretty fucked up, Robbie. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry. And we are talking about the 1994 masterpiece by Quentin Tarantino, Pulp Fiction, starring John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson, Uma Thurman, Bruce Willis, Thing Rames, Tim Roth, Harvey Keitel. And I think that's about it. <laughs> Just a couple big names. A couple yeah, big a couple. names. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, thanks, Robbie. Um, so, like you said, we're going to be talking about uh, Pulp Fiction, which is on the top of many people's lists that were, you know, of our age. Um, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk a lot about just Tarantino in general. So this puts us back on the wagon for written and directed by movies that we've watched. It is also our second movie featuring Bruce Willis. Um, I don't think anyone else we've had a repeat yet. I don't, I don't think, think. So. our second 1994 movie. Yes, which also fun fact: this came out the exact same day as Shawshank Redemption. They both that. what day? October 14th, I believe. Um, and they both got um seven Academy Award nominations. And they're both in the top 10 of probably many people's lists, but specifically IMDb, I'm sure a lot of other ones. So October 14th, good day. Maybe we should celebrate that as a, I don't know, we can call it 9.4 day. How's that sound? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, so before we get started, I just want to remind everyone to send us a fucking email. LTBWpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. Let the boys watch pod. And uh, I don't know, just send us fucking text messages. I'm sure all of you listening probably know us. So, so. yeah, we got a we got a lot of votes for Pulp Fiction this week. We so did. I was expecting some people to send us some emails or some text telling us how much they love the movie or Something. things they wanted us to talk about. But no luck. Yeah, well, maybe there'll be some emails telling us how much we fucked this up. <laughs> <laughs> Always welcomed. Yeah. Um, so, um, it's, Benny has never seen Pulp Fiction and I think Robbie, you said it's been a number of years, right? Yeah. Um, 
probably in the seven to ten year range. It's been a, it's been a long time. I've I've seen a lot more of the Quentin Tarantino movies a couple times during this time period, but Pulp Fiction I never went back to. Wow, uh, was it like? Um, I don't know. Did it feel like fresh to you, like kind of new, or was it you saw it so many times it was just like revisiting an old friend? No, it felt fresh. I, I, one thing I completely forgot was how I thought Samuel L. Jackson was in the movie a little more. So I was, I was surprised of like, uh, you know, how Leslie was in the movie than I remember. But other than that, it was still fresh, still fucking fantastic. You know, I remember st- still the, uh, all the memories flooded back once, once that came onto the screen. Nice. And Benny, what were your, like, you know, thoughts, um, preconceived notions, whatever. Like, what did you think going into this? Because I'm sure this was probably one of the movies that when you mentioned it to people, they were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Obviously, there are some things about this movie that are in pop culture pretty regularly. Um, So there were things that I knew to expect, and there are things that... um, when I heard them in the movie, I was like, oh, that's where that came from. So you um, like the meme with Leo? Yeah. Pretty much. Also um, from Tarantino. As far as like this movie, I really didn't know what to expect. I, I obviously like I expected a lot more Uma Thurman. Um, and I expected it to be a story about um, Vincent Vega and Uma Thurman's character. So you know, when it bounced around a little bit and she wasn't in the movie as much as I thought, I was kind of like, all right, well, this is not what I expected at all. And I, I don't think I was surprised by that because it's Quentin Tarantino. So, you know, it's just going to be balls to the wall, like craziness. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm really surprised at how long this movie has been out and how popular it is about how fresh everything was to me. Like Shawshank, I pretty much knew this, the storyline, uh, even without ever seeking it out. But this one was uh, surprising at like all the twists and turns it took. And, you know, a lot of my my favorite things in movies popped up in this. Yeah. Well, I think I think it'd be hard for some people to like explain what this movie is about because it's not in chronological order. Whereas Shawshank is like easy to say guy gets arrested, put in jail for 20 years, but he didn't do it. And then he gets out. So like. And the story, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. And like with, with Shawshank too, like I know that um that epic shot of Tim Robbins popping out of the duty pipe and then you know with his arms <laughs> in the air and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, well, obviously he got out. Right. Um, whereas this, the only things that I was familiar with is like John Travolta doing the yep. fingers in front of his eyes and them dancing. And like I I don't know. I mean, I mean, obviously, like all the memes of samuel jackson that came out of this and the john travolta meme with him in the house when he's looking around (laughs) (laughs) so like but none of that really has much to do with the story so all that stuff you know going into this one i i didn't know nice ryan when was the last time you watched it (laughs) like two weeks ago (laughs) really (laughs) yeah which was good because honestly i did not have time to watch it this weekend so uh, if if I hadn't watched it so recent, I probably would have just like, I don't know, forced it in somewhere. Um, but yeah, I, I watched it pretty recently because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I, 
maybe overall impressions. Benny, do you want to start since you're the the uh, person who hadn't seen it, or Robbie? Do you want to start, or do you want? Should I start? Let's. I, I spoke a lot there. Let's let Robbie go. Well, my impressions are just, you know, when I first saw it, I was kind of all over the place because, like you said, the movie's like nonlinear, so it's not in chronological order. It jumps around, so right. it should. It really shouldn't have worked, but it does work, and I love it so much. Of, of of the way it worked. Um, again, you know me. I mean, you guys know me, and the the millions of viewers on the podcast probably do. I love, <laughs> I just love dialogue. Um, spoiler: Quentin Tarantino is my favorite director. Oh, um, yeah, I love every you know, I love everything he does. But just the dialogue in this movie is so fresh. Even twenty five years later, it's still fucking top notch. I loved everything about it. I just love the the, the simple things because it feels like you, like you and one of your friends are just talking. So um, I'm not trying to jump around from like scene to scene, but even the scene when Jules and and Vincent are talking about the foot massage, right? And you know, eating a girl out and the difference between it, like things like that, or just driving in a car talking mm-hmm. about, um, you know, the Royale with cheese and the metric system and how come it's different over in Europe. Those things are just like the stuff I love about Quentin Tarantino movies is just the, the dialogue. I love the music that he puts into every one of his movies. I love the way he shoots his movies. You know, some of my favorite scenes is of like the way he shot the movie was when say Vincent was talking to the drug dealer in the room and you're, and you're getting the shot from like basically the mirror to see, to see the drug dealer. I love that. Um, yeah, man, I just love, I don't know. I, I just, just love everything about the way Quentin Tarantino shoots his movies. And like I said, the dialogue is just so fresh and, and, and funny and witty. And, you know, that's what, you know, you don't need big action sequences or you don't need big CGI effects and movies this well written. And the story just flows so well, even though it shouldn't, obviously the way it's, the way it's shot and not in chronological order, but everything about this movie, you know, stands the test of time. And I just couldn't get enough of it. 25 years ago and and i and watching it last night just you know just remembering everything brought me back so much memories and how much i loved it i think back to on the scene you know you mentioned the mirror scene uh there was another one when vincent and jules are washing their hands when they first get to jimmy's and you see samuel jackson in the mirror as well like you said just all those cool shots that quentin tarantino is known for is, is just is just amazing agree yeah i mean overall it's definitely one of and it's hard i'm sure we'll get into it one of my favorite tarantino movies i don't know if i could say that it's definitely my favorite but that that top like three or four movies i feel like is interchangeable to a certain extent um but you know i mean i've watched it i i don't know countless times um it's definitely one of my favorites. Um, and yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to add to that. I'm sure we'll talk about specific scenes um, and Tarantino in general in a minute. But Benny, would you? I'm curious about your overall impression since you haven't watched it. And I always, always am curious what your guys' impressions is of a movie that's, you know, been out for so long and you just never seen it like you're seeing it with 2023 eyes whereas i saw it with i think i saw it probably a few years after it came out i'm sure robbie saw it on opening night when he was like eight 
<laughs> I saw it. I, I remember I, I legit. Sorry, the, the first time I watched it was in my old house on 116 15th Avenue on 6th Street. I was <laughs> you 11. want to keep that in? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fine. All I was right. 11, 11 years old. My dad was on the couch. I was on a couch. I think Michael Donald was on the couch and we were just watching it. And I'll right. to and you know, the most traumatizing scene in, in, well, in movie history, you know, popped up. I'm like, what mm -hmm. am I doing here as an 11 year old? <laughs> <laughs> see that that would have been two emails that i would have loved to gotten like one from your dad one from uncle donald to hear <laughs> what they think of this movie um and i should for me, for me i i loved it um you know like robbie mentioned you know he, he stole a lot of my thunder there but that just that opening scene with uh samuel jackson and john travolta in the car just like that mindless chatter that you do with anybody when you're you know driving somewhere I, I love that. Like that's, you know, it's not, okay, here's where, here's where we're going. This is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to do it. It's, it's like, it's real. It feels so real. Um, and just the banter that they have between each other, you know, I wasn't expecting, I mean, I guess I was, but the chemistry between the two of them was just amazing. Um, you know, yeah, imagine if they, you, I'm sorry to cut you off, Benny, but no, like that opening scene, imagine if you had, like zero knowledge of what this movie was about and you went in and it's just like these two dudes fucking shooting the shit talking about nonsense and then all of a sudden they're in that apartment and fucking shooting people and going nuts yeah. like you probably would have been like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> yeah yeah and, you know i'm glad that you brought that up because you know i was probably just gonna go scene by scene with the whole movie here because i was gonna bring that up next and i was gonna bring up you know the complete tone change of then the bruce willis story i mean and that's even so I, I said that that was the opening scene but you get the tim roth scene in that real beginning of the movie you know and then i thought they were going to be a huge part of the movie so you know it was just all the things in this movie hit for me like i i, I loved everything about it i love the way they told the story i'm a big tarantino reveal guy so i love even though you didn't know that that was the end of the movie you were seeing in the beginning, right? When it turns when it turns out it is because I thought um, that's how Jules was gonna die, but then I real you know I realized oh wait he they they're in the clothes that they ended up going back to the club in, um, so I thought I had one over Quentin Tarantino being like oh those two are gonna pop back up, but it, it, it's hard for me to sit here and and get this concise to like a couple minutes because there's just so much to talk about in this movie but overall impressions were you know i super loved it yeah i mean we're gonna miss a ton of stuff because there's i mean i think there's one scene that i like don't like watching but it's it's not like it's a bad scene it's an awesome scene i just don't love watching it it's like a little cringy for me but all the all the scenes are amazing and they're they're so different. So like when we did like Jaws or Shawshank, it's like you talk about the story. Yeah, you miss maybe some details because we, we can't talk for 37 hours here. But here it's going to oh, be we're gonna difficult. Try. We're going to try. <laughs> I mean, you guys can try. I got to bed. I got to go to bed. But, you know, I'm sure we'll get to as many scenes as possible. Um, before we do that though i want i'm curious about plum ratings and then i i want to talk like tarantino just a little bit as as a whole and then we'll talk about scenes and favorite mm -hmm. characters and stuff like that so who wants to go first you anybody want 
You want me to go first? Yeah, please. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Nine one uh nine point four. He's like Mr. Three hundred five uh, for the public yeah. podcast. Industry. I'm curious. I'm very curious what you're going to put. Um, <laughs> so I had a I had a little bit of a internal struggle with this because <clears throat> I was thinking about it and I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll go with this, maybe I'll go with that, and then I was like thinking about. Shawshank, honestly, and thinking about the 9.4 that I gave it. And I was, it really came down to if I had to choose between Pulp Fiction and Shawshank, like which would I choose? And then I argued with myself some more. And then I decided to give Pulp Fiction a 9.5 because I think I, I think I would, if, if I had to choose one of these films, I would go with Pulp Fiction. Um, even though maybe Shawshank's probably a better film, like f- as like a, I don't know, a, maybe a cinephile or whatever. Maybe I mean I'm sure people would argue that, but for a movie that I like just slightly more, um, it's Pulp Fiction. And to be honest, I don't even know if Pulp Fiction's my favorite Tarantino. So maybe there's a little room there for a little higher than 9.5 but i'm going to go with 9.5 for pulp fiction. Robbie, you want to go? You want me to go? Uh, i can go. I'm I'm curious to see your uh, last minute reveal, so. Um <laughs> Sorry. Again, like i said, i told you i love Tarantino. I love everything about his movies. I love like just Again, huge dialogue guy, and I love the way he writes movies. He, I, I don't even want to use the word hip. But he, he's such a doofy looking dude that it's, it's so crazy to me how his brain works and how much he intertwines like such great music into his, into his movies and such great dialogue. Yeah, I, I, I think it's just, I, I think he's, I truly believe he's a genius. Everything he does, I just love about it. Um, I was with you, Ryan. Do I think Shawshank's a better movie? I don't. It's t- it, it was so tough between these two, uh, and I know I gave the nine point six for Shawshank, but I'm going to give Pulp Fiction a nine point eight. Oh, nice! That's how much I love this movie, and I love very. <laughs> I just just how much this movie entertains me and keeps me on my toes, and and just keeps me entertained. Like two hours passed, and I checked. To see how much time is left and it it just two hours just flew by all right yeah for me you know we talk about the the watch test and, and keeping an eye on how much time is left I, I didn't do that with shawshank but when shawshank ended i was like okay i'm satisfied like pulp fiction we got to the end and i was like damn i want more of this um and not only that it was the first thing that we've watched other than succession because i felt like we needed to to go a little bit more in depth but i wanted to watch it again before we recorded and i I just ran out of time and i couldn't do it um just because there was like so much to the dialogue that i wanted to go back and watch it with subtitles because i know they're either talking fast or the classic movie volume thing going on um but like you ryan i kind of went back and forth with a couple of greats but the first one that came to my mind was a 10. I know it. (laughs) And I have to do it. I have to give it a 10. And, you know, and the thing that I thought about Ryan was the same thing you did is like, I don't even know if this is my favorite Tarantino movie. And, you know, I I said it previously, but there can be more one, more than one 10. 
So, you know, I'm curious now to like, cause I haven't seen Inglorious Bastards in maybe like Ooh. two or three, two or three years now. Um, but to me, that was always a 10. Right. Um, so I had to do it, man. It was just such a, such a fun ride. Like Robbie said, the music, the acting, like, I, I don't want to spoil any of the things I want to bring up later, but like the people who popped up into this movie, um, you know, even like the, when it switched to the Bruce Willis thing, I was like, this is where this movie's going to hit a lull for me. And I'm not going to be super into it because I was so invested in those original characters that we got that like to switch it completely. Um, I felt like it was going to be a downer for me, but they nailed that story. So yeah, top to bottom, you, you know, I had to give it a 10. Nice. My first it. 10. <clears throat> Love it. Um. So, all right. I'm just looking because I want to make sure that I have all of them and we're going to go just with director. I mean, we could, some of them are writer, um, but which, all right. So wh- I guess, which ones haven't you seen Benny? Um, you haven't seen Reservoir Dogs. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Once Upon a Time. Okay. And um, have you seen Kill Bill? I've seen Kill Bill 1 for sure. I don't uh-huh. remember if I saw Kill Bill 2. I think I might have watched him at the same time. Okay. Which he dies in the second one, right, Bill? Or does he die in the first? Uh, second. Okay. So then I, I've definitely Spoiler. seen him. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I I remember that, that fight scene with him. Yeah. Keith Carradine, right? Or yeah. David Carradine? Uh, um, yes. And I think I've seen the rest, except like the Grindhouse one. Yeah, and you've seen Hateful Eight and Django? Oh, I haven't seen Hateful Eight, but I've seen Django. Okay, and um, Jackie Brown? No. Okay, okay, so I've seen less than I thought. Yeah, okay. And Robbie, have you seen them all, or are there any that you're missing? Just the, the what, the Death Proof, Death Proof and grind, the Grindhouse one? Grindhouse, thing? Yeah, 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 that's it. That's okay. it. All right, and um, I've seen them all. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I love Pulp Fiction, but I don't know if it's my favorite. I think I love Inglorious Bastards. I love, I fucking love them all, but like Django, I think Django might be my favorite, actually. Um, I love Hateful Eight, even though a lot of people don't love it as much. Um, once upon a time it's funny once upon a time the first time i saw it i was like eh and then i watched it again and i was like i fucking love this movie <laughs> um but yeah i don't i don't know i don't know if pulp fiction is my favorite it probably is just to have a favorite but they're all very good i love a lot i love almost all of them i mean for me nothing i don't think ever grabbed me in the beginning of a movie like Inglorious Bastards, the scene okay. with uh Shoshana like hiding. Oh, so fucking good. It's <laughs> just so and there's like so many scenes in that movie that I could just say, oh wait, no, but that's probably my, my favorite. You know, Robbie sent the the picture of the three fingers. Oh, know, I love ge- that scene. The, the German three. Yeah. Um like Laza. <laughs> <laughs> like that's such a fantastic scene. Um, the bear juice scene is amazing, you know. The, the scene in the movie theater. I don't know. And that's why like, I struggled with giving this a 10, but because of Inglorious Bastards and how much I loved it. But the first thing that came to my mind when thinking about ratings was a 10. Yeah. Um, 
What about you, Robbie? What do you think? What's your favorite? I don't know, man. Um, honestly, Inglorious Bastards has been creeping up to number one, but Django is so good, man. So fucking uh, good. So good. I I don't for some reason Django could be one. I love Django. I love Jamie Foxx in that. Yeah, I absolutely love Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie. It's he's so good. Christoph, Christoph Waltz, Waltz is, is my fucking man. He's the best. Yeah. So, uh, if anything, I'd probably go Inglorious Bastards one, Pulp Fiction two, Django three, Reservoir Dogs four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so good. Uh, what am I missing? Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Yeah. Kill Bill 2. Hateful Eight. And Hateful Eight. Oh, f- fuck. Whatever. Kill Bill, Jackie <laughs> Brown, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. My, that's that's how I'd rank them. I I don't know, man. Like you said, Benny, I rewatched the first 20 minutes of the opening scene of Inglorious Bastards, and it's just so fucking ridiculously shot. The acting is unbelievable. Christoph Waltz is is fucking phenomenal in that part. Just just switching from from French to English to German, he's all over the place. It's so great. And that fucking bar scene is fifteen minutes of just intense, intense anxiety over just simple ass dialogue and just yeah. the, way, the way things are shot. That's ridiculously shot. Everything is just amazing from that movie. So I'd have to go on Glorious Passes with. With pulp and Django just like inching, inching up. Yeah, it's it's like all that matters is like maybe your top three or top four, and then everything after that is probably on the same level. Uh, you know, I feel. Yeah, but the the thing I wanted to bring up about Quentin Tarantino, and you know, we spoke briefly before the started, but the the one thing that I yeah I guess I was a little uncomfortable with it but like just the rampant use of the n-word in this movie and <laughs> I, you know I feel like we didn't get that obviously you don't get that in Inglorious Bastards or you know a lot of the other movies and you know you get in Django Unchained but it felt right. you know all right well, you know, what can you do like that's just yeah it's how, the time period yeah yeah but like there are a lot of times where I felt like man you really wanted to get this into the script. Yeah. And then right. like, not only that, like casting himself in the part of the guy that said it 19,000 times in the, in the course of a minute. Um, I wasn't going to dock any points to the movie or anything like that because of it. But, you know, it was just on my mind a little bit. Like even when it popped up the first couple of times in the movie, I was like, okay, whatever. But, but that was the point in the movie where I was like, oof, do we have a Quentin Tarantino problem here? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you can you can say like, you know, I mean, the use of that word was never appropriate. But, you know, as time has gone on, it's more and more like inappropriate for certain people to use. I mean, the night I remember, like, even in the 90s, people being like, eh, like, I don't know if I like that. Like, like yeah. that. It was like he wasn't you know canceled or whatever you might say today but like i definitely remember people being like eh, i don't know if he should be saying that um As, but, especially because he he went hard r right right, like right a lot of hard r's in there yeah. yeah so i mean i'm sure that 
maybe Samuel L. Jackson or whatever. I'm sure there's stories of like him just being like, it's all right. Like, but I, again, even that, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I even should be commenting on it right now. No, I know. I, I, but there was that, I think there was that story about um, Django where yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio didn't want to say yes. it. Like, yeah, yeah, in yeah, front yeah. of Jamie Foxx and Jamie Foxx is like, these are the the characters yeah Yeah, yeah, like you know what can you do um yeah but that was like the doesn't he have any other like weird quentin tarantino stories did he have like a foot fetish or something oh yeah i mean like mia wallace uh or uma thurman barely wear i don't think she wears shoes hardly at all um the cab driver and then just in general he always has like foot shots in a lot of his movies yeah the the mongarabi foot shot yep in once upon a time yeah. uh yeah i did actually dock points because he was so bad in this movie and <laughs> dropping dropping the hard uh the hard r made me super uncomfortable I, I totally forgot that he you know dropped the the n-bomb in this movie multiple times so i did dock it i'm not trying to be some righteous person but i'm just saying it, i just docked it because of that and and his acting he it, that annoyed me <laughs> i kind of i mean i liked him otherwise like it was bad, but like good at the same time. Don't fucking Jimmy me, Jules. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think the thing that like it wasn't, you know, even if this was like some white guy in the seventies or eighties, you could be like, all right, what, you know, kind of whatever. But it was like very clearly of the time that the movie was shot. So I was like, I don't right. think people are that crazy with it. But uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um. Yeah, no, I agree. But again, we're also looking at it uh, from 2023 eyes. Yeah. So, but I did definitely remember people being like, hey, I don't know about that. But um, where would you guys, I, I know Robbie says he's his favorite, but where do you guys rank Quentin Tarantino in your maybe top three directors? Um, shit. He might be number one. I mean, him um edgar wright christopher nolan um i mean scorsese scorsese but he's also made a couple stink (laughs) (laughs) and he you know he 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 tends to almost be long for the sake of being long yeah um i don't know i don't i mean i i guess he's definitely up top three i never really thought about it before I'd probably go oh sorry no go ahead continue uh i'd probably go tarantino scorsese uh nolan fincher oh um, fuck yeah good call fincher social and, social... You, and, and you haven't seen fight club right no but i you know what? social networks probably in my top five favorite movies of all time um wait so those... have both of you not seen fight club i've seen it yeah, you definitely saw it because you're an angsty teenager. <laughs> Zodiac, Gone Girl, so I, uh, Mind Hunter on Netflix. So I do, I do love the Finch. Yeah, he's good. I gotta I watch Fight what's... Club then. Um, yeah, what I mean, Benny. You know, I know you haven't seen them all, but most of them. Well, where does he sit? He's up there. I mean, it, it's a very uneducated opinion. But I would yeah, probably super. say he he he's my favorite. Um, I do like Scorsese. Um, yeah, I mean, 
it, it, it's it sucks because like I probably there are probably a couple that I don't even realize directed the same, you know, the same movie. But I, I could I can say for a fact now I'm not an Adam McKay fan. Like I like the movies that he's a part of, but I feel like he always takes something away from the movie for me because just he's like dramatic, just not dramatic, but like uses graphics and stuff just for the sake of using them and like in W and the big short a little bit like big short, I think was probably his best one. Um, but in W it just like, it was killing me. Yeah. Was it? No, not, not W uh, Cheney. Dick Cheney or whatever the name of that movie was. Vice. Vice. Dick. Dick. Dick the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Double feature with jugs on the run. <laughs> Direct us cut. <laughs> Um, so we got a 10, a 9.5 and a 9.8, right? Wow. Love it. You, do you think we should watch like a shitty movie ever? Yes, <laughs> for sure. Have like some garbage scores. Yeah. All right. Good. Um, we got to watch that movie. I mean, I know it's been done to death on like podcasts, but that movie, the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a few of my friends back in the, I used to work with, we would go to like, it was like, we would play at a theater. Yeah. And it would go and just watch it, but I I heard it was a fucking horrible movie. <laughs> yeah, I used to. There was a short period of time where I was like, I like I love bad B movies and like garbage, like so bad it's good. But now I watch things like that, and I'm like, I, I'm not wasting fucking two hours of my time doing this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Send us uh, your shitty movies, the shitty movie that we should watch, please. Ltbwpodcast yeah, at gmail Please and and please make sure you send killer clowns from outer space. That's my favorite. <laughs> um, so should we get into this film and talk about it? Let's do it. All right. I think we should go favorite character first, because we did least favorite the last two weeks. Benny, I would love to hear what you who your favorite character was because you've never seen it before. And there's All so right. many to choose from. Yeah, so I feel like I'm not at the, for, the, for the first time in a couple of weeks. I'm not going top of the the draft board here, but I may feel like I might be stealing someone's pick. But I'm gonna go Harvey Keitel as the wolf. you motherfucker. <laughs> I love that scene. Uh, he's so fucking cool, and he's just he was like Mike Ermitrout before Mike Ermitrout was Mike Ermitrout. So give me Harvey Keitel as the wolf because he just. He just bleeds cool, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's not start sucking each other's dicks here. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That was the and that that I think that was the line that made me want to rewatch it because I was like, I can't forget that line because I need to say it at some point. So thank you for bringing that up because I did forget it. It's a, a fucking awesome line. I try to work just, that in all the time, and every time I say it, people are like, "All right, what? Take it easy." <laughs> <laughs> but even like the. I love how he was you expected him to be like an asshole to John Travolta when he was he was like, you know, please would be nice. Yeah. And that and then like he went, you know, the way that dialogue back and forth was just so funny. I think fast. Um, I talk fast. I act fast. Yeah. And he's like, let's get it straight. Like you called me for my expertise, like not you know, like I'm not here for pleases. Um I just love it. I love a good fixer. I love, you know, like I said, Mike Ehrman Trout, one of the best of all time. Um, so, yeah, I knew I was going to steal someone's pick, but I, I wanted to leave the big dogs for you guys. 
Hair was being fucking nice, letting Robbie go, uh, Benny go first. <laughs> I was I get, secretly loving that because I, I was get like, I'm fucking cucked. <laughs> Robbie, go, go please, because I got to think of someone. <laughs> well, my favorite character has always been my favorite character since the first time he came on the screen. <clears throat> and that is none other than Jules Winfield, the best in the business, the bad motherfucker himself. Um, I just <laughs> love Samuel L. Jackson, this movie. I think this is his best part uh um still devastated that he didn't win any uh, an oscar a best supporting act uh actor not uh oscar just everything about him is cool his his jerry curls fantastic his suits awesome the way he talks how calm and cool he can be in in certain moments and then how fucking evil he can be in in other moments i just thought that he was just lights out in every scene he was in the first time I saw him on screen as a young 11-year-old, I was hooked. And my feelings haven't changed, you know, 25, 30 years later. He's as cool as they come, talking about burgers, talking about fucking uh, foot massages, just talking about the fonts, and then, you know, just talking about, you know, check out the big brain on Brad over there. <laughs> <laughs> just things I like that. I ended uh, unofficial intelligence with that quote. I said, check out the big brain on Brett. And I was like, oh, I think I got that wrong. <laughs> Love it. Um, so, I mean, those are my two favorite characters. But I also have, I mean, I like a lot of the characters. Uma Thurman's great in this film. I, I hate saying it, but I love John Travolta as Vincent Vega. But I just don't like him, but that's fine. Um, but I'm gonna go with Marcellus Wallace, Ving Rams. I fucking oh, so love good. I love him in everything, but in this movie, he's so good. Just his demeanor, the way he talks, he's like for the most part, obviously, you know, certain scenes he's he's a little angrier, but for the most part, he's just very calm, cool, collected. You know, you brought up the wolf and when when um Jules calls him and he's just like What's the situation? Just being so cool. I'm sending the wolf direct. Yeah. That's all you had to say, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. um, just, you know, and I I don't know about you guys, but lines from movies and shows like run through my head like pretty much constantly all day long. And one line that runs through my head often is step aside, butch. <laughs> all I don't know why it just sticks out, but I love him in this film, but like I said, you know, so many great actors, um, Pumpkin, Honey Bunny, both great. Um, just, you know, you could really pick and make the argument for almost anyone. Um, but yeah, I'm going to stick with Marcellus Wallace. So let me bring up something to you right now. Please. We talked about Tiny Lester. Yes. In Fifth Element. And you famously. Would he have, would he have been better? Yeah, you famously defended him. I did to the point where you know they were running stories on my credibility. Yeah, they were running stories on TMZ about why does this man have a podcast? (laughs) Because (laughs) anyone can make one. There's no, there's no credentials needed. Would Ving Rhames have been better as the president in Fifth Element? Oh yeah, of course he's. I mean, he's Ving Rhames is better, but I still like Tiny Lester in that role. So shut the fuck up. Carve it on his tombstone. I Here lies yeah. a man who defended Tiny Lester. To That's right. Day. I'll defend him to the end of my days, too. You can put his picture on mine. 
<laughs> my, uh, Although I famously said, "Don't, don't get a tombstone. Just fucking throw me in a dumpster." <laughs> pretty, pretty fucking far from okay. Uh, pretty fucking far from okay. <laughs> you my hear favorite, that? My favorite. What is this? Is my? I think it's one of my favorite lines from him in the movie when uh, he's looking for Butch. Yeah, come in. They can't find him, and he goes, "I'm prepared to scour the earth for that motherfucker." <laughs> if Butch goes to Indochina. I want a blank hiding a bowl of rice or to pop a cap in his ass. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Love it. And then just, I mean, I know we're getting into the other things, but like the fact that in this film, Tarantino had him walking down the street with a box of donuts <laughs> and he sees Butch and that's how they meet. Like amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Like uh, almost any other writer director is like probably having his henchmen find him or some shit i mean that's he did send vincent but he got fucking shot uh it's just so good and it's just so good too because like oh just when you think he's getting away of all people for butch to see you know it's the man himself yeah just as he's pumped up singing songs in his car (laughs) a one last butch quote please at the at the uh when he gets saved please yeah i guess butch i mean marcel i guess butch asks him what now and he goes what now let me tell you what now Gonna call a couple of hard pipe hitting fucks to go to work on <laughs> on the homes here with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. <laughs> so good. Uh I love it. The good good choice. There's two my two Ani mentions were the wolf and Marcellus Wallace. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, great choices. Great choices. Now, I think probably pretty difficult, but who are your least favorite characters? I guess I have to go first. Um, not because I want to pick first, but that's how snake draft works. I'm going to go with, even though I love the scene and um, I mean, I love all the scenes, but something about both characters, um, Jody and the drug dealer just fucking bother me. <laughs> really? Like, just uh, like, I know they're good and their characters are good um i think honestly i mean the scene i think we'll probably talk about it later later but the one scene that bothers me is with them and i don't know i just have a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth and i it's funny i used to hate honey bunny and um pumpkin but i like them now like after watching it a number of times Tim Roth is just a, a guy. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're they're both awesome. Um, what do you guys think? Do you have a least favorite character? Can I give you a quick tang first? Yeah, please. Did you because I brought it up to me? Did you guys ever watch that show Lie to Me with nope. Tim Roth? No. So, do you know the premise of it? Uh he asked people to lie to him. Yes. <laughs> well, see, he, he's like um he's like a body language expert or whatever. And huh? like the FBI or whatever, call them in to like question witnesses or, or suspects. Um, and he has to, you know, but she loved it. So I wanted to shout it out and she said it got canceled too soon. So uh, uh, Tim Roth, the God. It's kind of like a show on now called poker face. I don't know if you guys have heard of this with, um, shit, I forgot her name, but she like, for whatever reason knows when people are lying. It's pretty good. They stole the premise. Kind of. Uh, Natasha Leon. Mm. But and it's also Re- Ryan Johnson did it. It's good. It's I mean, it's 
not the best. But anyway, we're talking Pulp Fiction. So least favorite character. Uh, I think it's Robbie's turn. Oh, I was going back and forth, back and forth. Um, my least favorite character is Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. fair. Yeah, just just Jimmy an, an annoyed me. Um, okay. I think he, yeah, I think he, I think he <laughs> want. I think he thought he was a lot tougher than those three guys in the room, and he wasn't. And when he's taught when. When the wolf's like, "What do they look like, Jimmy?" and he's like, I "Look like a couple of dorks, a couple of dorks." <laughs> I was like, "Shut the fuck up, Tarantino! Go back behind the camera. Stop trying to be all in the videos. Like, just get the fuck out of here, bro. You're not, you're not P Diddy. Get the fuck away. Go back behind the camera. Write some funny fucking lines. Everything about Jimmy annoyed me. Just, I love Tarantino, like I said, but his face just annoys the shit out of me. I just, really? he's got a very punchable face. Um. But yeah, Jimmy just annoyed me. Him dropping the hard R, thinking he's a tough guy and he's soft as dog shit. Um, yeah, I could have done without without Tarantino as Jimmy. So Jimmy's my least favorite character. Really? Love Tarantino. Yeah, but he can't annoy the shit out of me. The director. The director. <laughs> the actor. Take a hike. <laughs> <laughs> For me. You know, I would love to give a long, beautiful soliloquy like Robbie did and give you the myriad of reasons why this is my least favorite character. But give me Kathy Griffin as <laughs> Kathy Griffin. Oh, man. Good choice. Because <laughs> go fuck yourself. You took me out of the movie. Um, you know, only slightly behind or slightly in front of the Rosie O'Donnell lookalike that got shot next to Bruce. <laughs> right now. Uh, the gawkers in that scene were were funny, but uh, yeah, Kathy, you killed it for me. Uh, how dare you show up in this movie? Can I get an Annie Mensch? <laughs> yes. Uh, my Annie Mensch is uh, Honey Bunny. Uh, yeah. I, didn't, I never liked her from the start. I didn't like her from the beginning. She, she just skeeved me out, especially when she had that spit dangling from the side of her lip on the chin. Um, yeah, she she sucked. She, I think Tim, Tim, what happened? Tim Roth could do better. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and that's what kind of pissed me off. I, there's no way in real life Tim Roth's hanging out with Honey Bunny and they're traveling the world, banging in the car and, and robbing uh, d diners. Yeah. Um, so any other mentions uh, for either favorite character or least favorite that we forgot? I mean, you know, it's not. I hated him because mm. the actor was bad. But, yo, Zed, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, obviously. Go fuck yourself with a hard K at the end of yeah. that fuck. <laughs> wow. I got Ani Mensch, John. Uh, Vincent Vega's bowel movements. <laughs> <laughs> that boy be shitting this killed. whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why well, I. But was he, he shitting so or was well he doing me. heroin? <laughs> I I think that's why Ben liked him so much. They both had their fucking their fiber intakes through the roof. <laughs> I don't know if he was doing H because he had the book both times. I don't think you need a book to shoot up <laughs> unless you're looking up something. the instructions. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um. All right, so. Moving from characters to scenes, should we do favorite or least favorite first? Switch. Two faves. Okay. Uh, no, let's do no, 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 no. Let's do least. No. No. At you least. You said it first. Yeah, at least, least, <laughs> least. Ladies and gentlemen, we got <laughs> least favorite. So 
who wants to go first? Robbie, why don't uh, you go first? Okay. This is simple for me because it's traumatizing me as an 11-year-old and it still traumatizes me <laughs> to this day. Uh, it's when my man Marcellus gets his butthole opened up by uh, Zed. <laughs> <laughs> the, the gimp scared the shit out of me as a little boy. The gimp still scares me now. I mean, that's a tough sleeping arrangement for the gimp. In a box? Yeah, that's yeah. very tough for him. But uh, yeah, I I still try to rationalize why this scene is in the movie. I understand. I mean, I they think they could have did something a little bit less disgusting. But yeah, this scene always always uh fucks with me, and I hate it. And I hate seeing my man Marcellus getting bent over and 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 gagged and <clears throat> and bounded. But yeah, it's still my least favorite scene. It's always my least favorite scene. And shout out to um. Ving Rhames for having the audacity to go through it and having that that masculinity to not give a fuck. Second movie in a few weeks where someone got be fucked uh, against their will. Yeah, true. Tell me about it. Seems to co- it, it. These awkward sex scenes seem to coincide with movies that are written and directed by the same person. Oh, I thought you meant the scene where Jaws was butt fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant when Andy Dufresne got it up to Dufresne. Oh, okay, right, right, right. <laughs> from the sisters. Yeah, um, I could. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I think Miley's favorite scene was I mentioned it already, but when they give the adrenaline shot to Mia, it just I don't like it. I don't. Why? I just, I just don't because like it. Skews you out. It skews me out a little bit. Like just the. I don't know. And and As, usually normally that stuff doesn't bother me like gore um and like surgery shit in movies and shows and whatever but for some reason that shit freaks me out. As a person who recently passed out when he got blood taken, <laughs> <laughs> I I fucking love that scene because just the way she reacted and she gets up and it's still in her chest. Yeah, I I don't know. I just thought it was I don't want to say cool, but it was just like. You know, it, it felt real. It felt, you know, uh, you know, I loved it, especially thinking again, another, um, you know, and I, and I kind of knew that that was coming too, but I, I also thought that she was going to die and that was going to be right. a driving force of the movie. Yeah. Is, with Marcellus and yeah, with Marcellus and, and Vincent. Um, but I do remember that was one of the things that I know that she gets stabbed or something. Maybe I thought somebody got stabbed in the heart with an adrenaline shot. I didn't know it was her, but uh, I knew that was coming. My favorite part of that scene was when Travolta screaming, "Get the shot!" <laughs> <laughs> and when and when the drug dealer's like, "When I bring someone to your house who's about to die, then I'll do it." <laughs> yeah, right. Good scene, great scene. What about um, you, my, I don't know, man. I giving it a ten to me kind of means that there weren't any least favorite scenes for me. Kathy um, Griffin. Besides Kathy Griffin, I don't want to double up on her. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll, you know, I'll be cheap here and, and say it was the the Jimmy scene with the hard R's, even though I loved the scene. I just love that whole them going to him and figuring out what to do. It was the, you know, if anything was going to bother me about the movie, it was that. So, wow. you know, I'll, I'll pick that. You know, I wish I had something funnier to say or... Um, something we could discuss a little more, but I'll, I'll pick that. 
Good choice. Should Thanks. we do favorite scenes? Because I feel like we're going to have a lot of Ani mentions. <laughs> yeah. Who wants yeah. to wait? So who went for who? Went, yeah, Benny, you go because you went last with least favorite. Um. All right. So I'll save, save that. Listen, I'll I'll save Ani mentions till the end. Ani mentions. No, you're you're, you're a big you're a big Ani mensch guy. Save it at the end. <laughs> all right. Well, it is my term, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so I'll go uh, ending uh, just because Samuel Jackson had seen was so fucking good. Sorry, bud. <laughs> you didn't want any mentions. <laughs> I stole your pick. <laughs> uh, he was so fucking good in that. Just the whole like negotiation between uh, the four of them that it ends up being the, you know, you get the explanation of the, the Ezekiel quote. Um you know, he just acted his effing balls off in this scene, in the whole movie, really. But just getting that realization, you know, he follows through on on the realization that he had. Um, I, you know, I love a Tarantino. You know, it's called a Tarantino for a reason when they show the end of the movie first and then they bring it all back. So just like I love a reveal, I love a Tarantino because it just if you pull it off right and not a lot of movies do. Uh, you know, obviously, like I said, it's a Tarantino for the reason, and he just nailed it. Um, you know, I, I love the, you know, someone mentioned the Fonz line before, and, you know, what, what is the Fonz? The Fonz is cool, so everybody be cool. <laughs> um, just Samuel Jackson in a movie with so many eccentric characters and, like, things that would never happen in real life. Samuel Jackson, to me, like, felt so real. You know, it's a you know, aside from the fact that he's a friggin' hitman, I don't, he just the way he acted, it, he could have been my favorite character in the movie, but to me, it was just the perfect end of the movie, and I, I just loved it. Fun fact, great choice, great scene. Uh, that role is supposed to go to Lawrence Fishburne. Interesting, really? but he's no Sammy. No, interesting. Um, is it my turn or uh, Robbie? Do you go? I got a couple Ani mentions. Not yet. <laughs> um, I can go because I don't think this is going to be your favorite scene, Ryan. How do you know? Because it's know you... Marcellus Wallace getting fucked. Yes, it's it's my least favorite scene <laughs> and my favorite scene. That is a good scene <laughs> because I got to see Marcellus Wallace's buns <laughs> getting penetrated. No, Ryan, you can go. No, I want you to go now. All right, my favorite scene after Benny took my other favorite scene <laughs> is the apartment scene with oh. with Jules, Vinny Vegs, and Brad and the boys. Um, I love the lead up to that scene again, the the car talk, and then walking into the the apartment complex and talking about the foot massage, opposed to you know going down on a girl and. Then just them at the door saying, all right, let's get into character. When Jules said, let's get into character. And he busts in and he's just he's just full go right from the jump. Um, just the, the, the little simple lines. <laughs> what he's like, oh, what does he say? Uh, he's like, just he's like, he's like, just, you know, be cool there, flock of seagulls. Talking to the guy <laughs> on the couch. Having the guy sitting on the couch. I remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. He says... Uh, and then he's like, uh, he's eating a Kahuna burger. Yeah. Like, oh, breakfast. He's like, the, the, the cornerstone. Of, he's like, burgers, <laughs> the cornerstone of, of every meal. Or oh, it's whatever he says. I just love that. Eating a burger. 
drinking all the dude's Sprite. <laughs> that and is then, a tasty burger. <laughs> and then just fucking, you know, going into his Ezekiel speech. And then even my fa- my favorite shot is when he's talking and then he closes up and he t- turns around and, you know, Tarantino just shoots him from the face. And then he just fucking kind of just goes full evil, <clears throat> shoots the dude, asks him what, what does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? He's like, does he look like a bitch? And then he's fucking, and then he fucking shoots him, sh- shoots Flock of Seagulls first, then that guy, and then Jerry Seinfeld comes out from the back. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with that? <laughs> What's the deal with murder? <laughs> die, die, Come motherfucker. On. Die, please die, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, and then that, and then kind of just you know saying how that was kind of divine intervention that he that him and and Vincent are alive. I thought that was just if the the diner scene was his Oscar winning fucking acting speech. This was a close second. I love this scene. And I love everything about it. Say what again, motherfucker? Oh yeah, that's the best. Yeah. Oh, it's, and just the part you know you mentioned too when he goes. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. It, just the way he stares at him and he holds the stare yeah. and then he just slowly turns his head back around when he's ready to like engage everybody else again. Uh, so so good. good. And I love how he sets that whole thing up with like being, you could say maybe nice, but also like um, charismatic. What I want? Ca- charismatic, but like, but like dominating, like he dominates them immediately. He's just like, give me a fucking piece of your burger. Give me a drink. And, you know, just like complete controls the situation. Um, and judge and Vincent in the background, just fucking mulling around. Uh, like he's like, what do they call him? Royale cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Poking around looking for the thing. Um, yeah. Great choice. Great choice, Robbie. Um, that is one of my favorite scenes. It would have been an Ani Mensch. But I do have to go with uh, anything with the wolf in it. So basically that whole that whole scene of, and I know there's maybe some problems with some of it, but from the time that they shoot him in the head in the car and get to Jimmy's house and call the wolf and the wolf cleans it up, you know, the whole Bonnie situation, just love that scene. Even... The end with with the, them at the fucking uh, <laughs> the, the junkyard, the junkyard, and he's just like, I see a taxi ride. <laughs> and and one thing I say all the time is, just because you are a character doesn't mean you have character. And I love that line uh, from Harvey Keitel. So good, just everything about it. I love. Um, so that's and that's why he was gonna be my favorite character. I like don't know him. You know, I know who he is. I don't know if I've seen him in a lot of movies, but man, I was not expecting him to be that fucking perfect in in the like he like you said, from the second he came on screen to the second. And it's just so beautiful that it's just that short. You get him for like 15, 20 minutes and he just pulls off in, in the in the car, never to be heard from or mentioned again. It's just so fucking good. It's so good. Well, did you did you did not see Reservoir Dogs, correct? No. He's in that. He's in that. Um, he's also in a smaller part, but I love him in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, favorite director, Wes Anderson. Forgot about him. About that. 
Um, but he's he, I mean, he's in a ton of stuff. Um, but you, I think you're right. Like he typically doesn't always play a character like that, and he was just absolutely perfect in it. He's in Mean Streets with De Niro. Yeah, that's true. That's good true. one. Yeah, that's a good one. I love it too when he's like, uh, all right, it's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. <laughs> I know. 57 seconds later. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so good. He's so um, good in this movie. I just, I need to piggyback, keep piggybacking off your pick, Ryan, but, yeah. you know, I was, an Ani mention of mine was going to be just the car ride when they do shoot him in the head and yeah. just how that, how that all goes down, the conversation between you the two. You got to have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you hit a bump. I didn't hit a fucking bump. <laughs> yep. The man, I shot Marvin in the head. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny too, because like you know, it, again, it's it's the I guess the Tarantino thing where just like the wackiest shit happens, and you're not expecting it because they they go through that whole scene and they keep him alive, and he's in the car, and it's just boom over just like that, and it just it ends up driving, you know. Go, you go down to it's a tangent movie form, and it's you know one of the it's a successful tangent. Okay, so who wants to share their Ani mentions first? Well, Benny coined the phrase, let, let him go first, please. Um, another out of left field thing for me was the Christopher Walken appearance. So <laughs> what do you want? You told me to go first. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're gonna take Crystal Walken, <laughs> Captain Coons. Because because of how serious that scene was <laughs> and the way it ended, and him coming out of nowhere and me being like, What the fuck does this have to do with anything? And then, you know, when it's revealed, I, I maybe I think they did they call him Butch right off the bat. And I, I hadn't made that connection that Butch was who Butch was. Um, but I was like, well where are we going now? Like what year is this? Like the time doesn't make sense. And then it all kind of clicked towards the end of it for me. Um, but come on, you can't, you can't put Christopher Walken in anything and expect me not to say anything about it. And I, and I forgot, like I'm me too. I was like, this what, why is he in this again? And then it comes full circle with Butch going back to the apartment. So two years, I had some ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. He's, probably and a lot there's a lot of connections in the tarantino universe but he's probably related to uh someone from Django. yes really yeah because of the both names of, both of the last name coons yeah and vincent vega is yeah the brother of michael madsen's character in reservoir dogs vic vega vic vega oh wow yeah mr blonde i think he was mr blonde i'm pretty sure he spoiled Great. it now i can't see it yeah, spoil. It's the movies. We no, just spoiled just... the whole movie. <laughs> Robbie, please go before Benny steals another one. Yeah, please. I mean, there's nothing left. Um, <laughs> I'm picking chalk, babe. You're right. <laughs> uh, well, it was going to be the Christopher Walken scene. I had that. Brian, you also the wolf scene, the Bonnie situation. Um, but I'm going to have to go with the Jackrabbit Slims. Damn it. That was mine. Just... Come on, man! You gonna get me? Gonna get Travolta out in the fucking dance floor? How dare you? Um, Throw Steve Buscemi in the mix. Steve, Steve Buscemi as a uh, Buddy Holly. Yep. I even like the subtle, uh, you know, me thinking that there was two <clears throat> Marilyn Monroe's there, and uh, and Travolta 
corrects her and then he says i forgot the other actress she said but he's she's jane like, mansfield yeah. she's like jane mansfield but i guess she has the, the night off <laughs> <laughs> and then the fucking the uh the milkshakes the five dollar milkshake and then uh you know travolta getting his steak you know bloody uh what does he say jerry lewis bloody, bloody as hell yeah but the whole thing is the, the thing that i love too and I, like how how can you just constantly be smoking cigarettes while eating? <laughs> yeah. That was just, they were just fucking puffing sick left and right. Uh, but yeah, love that scene. And uh, love the scene leading up to it, obviously, when he goes to the apartment. Uh, I definitely thought they were going to smash and dash when I first watched that movie, but uh, but uh, that wasn't the case. Well, that I like that scene too, when he's, you know, when they were about to smash and dash, when he's talking to himself in the bathroom. <laughs> And he's like, you're just going to go home. You're going to jerk off. <laughs> That'll be that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's a great scene. I think we really haven't mentioned him, but uh, all the scenes with Bruce Willis are great. Um, you know, the the scene with him in the taxi cab after um, he killed the other boxer, you know, talking with um, with uh, his, I, I think, I don't know if they really ever say, but maybe not his wife, but his girlfriend. Um, and then, you know, obviously him going back to the apartment to get the watch and killing Vincent. And then the whole scene with Marcellus and the fucking gimp and just everybody, um, you know, whether you like those scenes or not, they're fucking awesome scenes. Um, I don't know. I feel like we've said almost all the scenes. <laughs> It's so fucking good. That's why. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's, I think that was, I think we covered them all. I'll get told by Aya tomorrow or whenever this comes out that we missed something important. Well, isn't that what uh, males are a for? Wife's job. Wow, that too. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I forgot. I'm trying to think of. I think we kind of covered. Them like all. Almost every scene. I'm sure we probably forgot something. We're not smart, so I'm sure we forgot something. The other thing, too, is like all the scenes are pretty long. So right. for us to name like six or seven, like we pretty much hit everything. Yeah. Um. So now I don't think that we can. But is there any way that we could make this movie better? I'm going fucking last. OK. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you you rated a ten, so I don't. Your answer is gonna be no. <laughs> I still have something. Oh, okay. Um. Well, I'm gonna say, I, I don't know if I could. I don't think. I maybe if you played with the, um, like the chronology of the scenes, a little bit. Like I know some people don't like that it's like all jumbled up but i like that um you know i i i think it's great especially from like a first or second watch it's like super interesting especially before a number of other movies kind of copied that style um but maybe doing that a little bit but honestly i don't really have any thoughts i don't i don't know if you guys do uh robbie do you have any no, I think this movie's perfect as it is. I, I really can't think of anything um to make this movie better. Obviously, get fucking Jimmy out of there. And I think <laughs> it, it'd be perfect. 
replace him with somebody else. But um, yeah, I think it's just a perfect, a perfect movie. I love the way it's shot. Um, love the way the scenes intertwine with each other. <clears throat> I just, it's so. I just love the way it ends because you know that Vincent is dead. Yeah, you know, it just. I just love the way it ends because he's still alive as the movie's ending. So you just know, like, well, you know what his fate is going to be. Obviously, so yeah. I just, I just enjoyed that. And especially like them, their dynamic being like the best part of the movie, even though he dies, you still get more of it before, you know, the movie ultimately wraps up. Yeah, that's true. I love that. Uh, For me, give me, uh, I'm going to line veto Harvey Weinstein's name out of the opening credits (laughs) because they popped up right at the beginning. I was like, oh, that sucks. Not that he, you know, again, he's going to have any control over anything in the movie, but just seeing his name is a shitty reminder. Yeah, good call. Of him. So fuck him, and I wish he could take his name out of the credits, you know, post-mortem. But you know who I didn't expect to see in the credits as executive producer? Do you want me to steal it, or you want to do it? No, steal it. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. <laughs> Danny, Danny DeVito. Love it. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> He's been involved in a lot of things, and he is a fantastic human. He really is. And him getting the bag from Jersey Mike's. That's right. Did he? <laughs> He's been in, in like all the Jersey Mike's commercials lately. I don't, I don't really see commercials much anymore. So good for him. He also directed one of the best films of our generation. Twins. That's right. It's Matilda. <laughs> oh, it's a fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. Robbie, have you seen Matilda? No, I have not. We're doing it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> he also directed... Uh, one of my favorites, but I think most people hate it. Death to Smoochie. Have you ever seen that one? No, I do want to see that though, because I've heard it's like a cult classic. Uh, so good. Ed Norton, fucking Robin Williams. Can't beat that. And that thing's rated 6.3 on. They, these fucks don't fuck them. It's like an all-star cast, right? I mean, it's uh, like I said, it's it's Ed Norton, Robin Williams. Catherine Keener, Danny DeVito's in it also. John Stewart's in it. You know, I mean, there's a couple other people. I mean, Harvey Feinstein, love him. He's the best. The best. Um, but no, it's just he's, I mean, he's I in uh what, Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah. Yeah, the best. As uh as his brother, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do the makeovers. Love <laughs> it. Um so anyway, uh yeah, I think you're right, Benny. Get get Weinstein's name off that shit and perfect film. So, could we, even though we couldn't make it better stylistically or writing or anything like that, could we make it better by casting a young Matt Damon in one of these parts? I don't know. Benny, go first. Oh, sorry, Robbie. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm picking it him anyway. <laughs> Give me Matt Damon as Jimmy. Uh, get it, come on. Think about the star power in that scene with Matt Damon, Harvey Keitel, Samuel L. Jackson, and Johnny T. What a scene that would have been. That would have maybe pushed us to an 11 or a 12 for me. Um, he would have been great in that. He probably would have not wanted to say the hard R. So give me Matt Damon in that spot. Great choice. Robbie, you want to go? Yeah, give me a young Matt Damon as Jimmy. Um, <laughs> please, like Benny said, star power off the charts. 
I probably would have needed about three or four different pair of shorts. If I saw <laughs> young Matt Damon on screen as Jimmy, um, yeah, like Benny said, he wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have thrown the hard R out there and he just would have brought so much charisma. Just him opposite Harvey Keitel would have fucking put this movie into the stratosphere. Um, probably blown it right to Mars. So yeah, give me young <laughs> Matt Damon as Jimmy. I love. We didn't mention it, but I love the scene with Jimmy and the wolf, and they're talking about uh, yeah, your uncle Marcellus yes. is a millionaire. What What would you say if he decided to furnish you with a whole new bedroom set? <laughs> yeah. Like I just love that whole scene. So it good. Might, pine is nice. Even, yeah, yeah. Oak was it oak or is it pine? Oak. I don't know. Oak is nice. Yeah, oak, oak. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I'd love to see a young. Virile Matt Damon in the role of Brett. Look at the big brain of Brett. <laughs> yeah, good little Just, hunting. Yeah, having <laughs> having his burger eaten, getting shot. You know, trying to explain his way out of it. Like, would have been fantastic. Those baby blues looking right at Samuel L. Jackson. Maybe he would have might have lived. Those those dimples would have kept him alive. <laughs> would have been a whole different movie. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um. So is there anything else from about this movie or about Tarantino in general that we should talk about? What do we think of the 10? The first 10 is out there. I'm I'm okay with it. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I almost gave it a 10 myself, so I have no no problem with that. You know, I couldn't give it a 10. <laughs> no. I thought I I honestly thought you were going to reset the Ryan scale scale and, and give this one a 10 just so you, we you could feel better about Shawshank and everything but that was one of the things I asked me when we did our little recap after the movie was do you like this better or Shawshank um and you know we we touched on it earlier and it's easy and hard to compare the two because right. Shawshank's just like just a great film Right. Like it's just a great story, great acting. It's you know, I loved everything about it. Um, but Pulp Fiction just felt like fun. It was like a fun movie to watch. It was, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. You know, I could definitely see myself watching that in like eleventh or twelfth grade and making my whole personality based around that movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, Tarantino yeah. was definitely like Robbie and I talked about this, how when you're younger you know things that you like are like trading cards where you're just like yo do you like this band or do you like this thing do you... and tarantino is one of them like did you see pulp fiction oh you didn't you're fucking lame or whatever but no one talked about shawshank like that that was you know it wasn't cool like pulp yeah. fiction was cool yeah well not to bite on going gray style but robbie do you have any can you expand a little bit on the the first watch you did with with uh, your pops and Uncle Donald? Is there was there any regret by them to let you watch that at eleven years old? <laughs> yeah. or? Did they get in trouble from your mom or something? Like why are you letting them watch this shit? No, I was watching the Playboy Channel on my brown box, <laughs> Channel Thirty Seven, like at eight years old. So no, yeah. it was. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. The more I talk to you, the more I understand why you are the way you are. <laughs> What's that like? The fonts, cool. That's right, cool. Uh, I wish I I wasn't allowed to watch. Like, I mean, my parents well, weren't super strict, but they were pretty strict about what I watched. 
Yeah, I mean, well, my parents weren't saying, okay, it's Playboy Channel hour. It was me <laughs> being a fucking wackadoo going and watching it. I know. Robbie, um, it's Spice Sunday. Get in there and watch your Spice for three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got two hours to get in there. Get in and get out. Um, no, I don't know. Uh, it's so long ago that I that I forgot. But I just know that they were just like, like my Uncle Donald, like he seems like a guy that, that doesn't say a lot, but he does love to laugh at stupid shit. And I was just remembering him laughing hysterical at this movie. And my dad, too. My dad doesn't laugh a lot, um, takes a lot from the laugh, but he was laughing at this movie as well. So it was like just three of us just, just sitting there. Um, it did get awkward with, during the gimp scene. Stuff like that always gets awkward, like always watching the sex scene like with my parents gets awkward still to this day. But um, other than that, I mean, yeah, I, I wish I I wish I could remember more than that. But I just know the three of us just loved it after after we watched it. And there was so, so many times when we were laughing throughout the entire movie that I could just remember like my dad and Uncle Donald pretty much laughing at everything that Samuel Jackson was saying in that movie. And I just I don't know. I just just love that movie from the from the beginning. And um it's such a cool movie and such a again I use the word hip, but it's just so cool and so, not this nothing was really done like that before. It was so refreshing to see something like that uh, on on the screen and, and just how witty and sharp the dialogue was. I just loved it. I think that's I really do think that's what turned me on just being a dialogue guy, this movie. That and you know, you brought up Samuel L. Jackson there, it made me think of the line that we didn't mention that does get a lot of play these days, and it's English, motherfucker. Do, <laughs> Do you speak, speak it? it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's such a he's so he's so good. They this speak English and what? <laughs> oh, yeah, so good. So many good lines. No, it's and Benny, was I correct earlier in saying like like kind of connected with my statement. Like it was like part of, you know, oh, you're cool if you saw it. You're not if you're not. Like, was this one of the biggest, like you would get the most shit for not seeing films? For sure. Or were there, yeah. was there something else that was worse? It's usually this, um, depending on, on the crowd that I'm in. Right. It was Scarface gets a lot of that. Um, Scarface but... is overrated as fuck. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen okay. like, scenes of it, and I don't know if I would like love it too much, but it's usually Pulp Fiction. Did you see the video? It's uh, on Instagram, maybe on TikTok too, where it's Greece. It's it's the song from Greece. It's like, tell me more, tell me more. You see, have you seen that? So they're no. doing it. It's like I guess I don't know if Travolta's singing it or whoever's singing it, and it's tell me more, tell me more, and it cuts to Jules saying, does he look like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, man, I need to see that. You, please, because because you don't know it's coming. Like, the first time I watched it, I was watching it, watching it, and then he fucking pops up asking, does he look like a bitch? And I fucking lost it. That's so great. I need to see that. So, um, Benny, I know you kind of said why why you uh, why you gave it a 10, but I, like, I guess I want to hear more as to what made it a tent. Like, was it the dialogue the like the best, or was it the performances, or was it how it just jumped, you know, in non chronological order? It's it's everything, right? But I think the the main thing for me 
was the characters and the dialogue between them. Like I said, that opening scene when they're just bullshitting in the car, like had me hooked. You know, I it felt real. You know, the the, the characters were just amazing to me. The the chemistry between all of them. Um, I do love uh, a non-chronological story just because it allows you to look back on things and pick out like Easter eggs and things that they were hinting at. Um, and, you know, like I said, that that final scene to me was just like the the cherry on top. But I, I knew that I was it was going to be like a nine point nine or a ten when, like I said, I wanted to watch it again. Um, and even though, especially that it was, you know, I love Shawshank, but I was like, I'm not doing two and a half hours again. I just don't want to. Yeah. Um, and I was like the past couple of days, I was like trying to, all right, if I start it now, I can finish it by the time I have to do X, Y, or Z. And, and that's when I knew I was like, yeah, I, I fucking love this movie. It's perfect. There's not an ounce of fat on it. I feel like there's nothing I would take out of the movie. You know, so many times we, you know, the past couple of weeks were like, all right, you could have cut 10 minutes here, especially like in Jaws. You mentioned you can cut like 15 minutes out of the beginning. There was nothing on this movie I could look back on and say I didn't need that. Um, so, yeah, the dialogue, the characters, the story itself, the the way it was told, you know, all that stuff. It was just to me perfect. Yeah, so good. Like you said, there's nothing in this movie that I I would cut. Um, I love the long, it's not, they're not drawn out, but they're, they're pretty long scenes, you know, all these different kind of stories are, are, are long and I, and I love them, but they don't, they never, they, they're never stale. And they never got to a point where I was like, all right, enough Vincent or enough Mia or, you know, enough Butch. Everything was just so fresh and everything would just kept you on the edge of your seat. And it's just, like there's it's not an action movie it's it's just dialogue people talking about fucking burgers and and foot massages and uh stupid catch up fucking jokes like Fox Force 5 yeah and and you know milkshakes and uncomfortable silence $5 milkshake is a fucking bargain these days <laughs> i know I, I love how the milkshakes are $5 and that's crazy but uh, three grams of heroin is nine hundred dollars, <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, even to you know, I was as you were, you know, talking right now, Robbie. I was like, would I like a director's cut of this movie? Like, would I want like a uncut version where you get more stuff? And I was like, maybe not. Maybe they 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 did everything that they needed to do in this movie. But I would have the one thing that I felt like I maybe would have wanted more of was more Mia stuff. Yeah. Like that would have been cool to get a little bit more from her just because I did like that character. And I have brought her up as like another version of Kate Hudson, like that kind of manic, pixie, you know, dream pixie girl. Yeah. And she was like, I, I thought, do you think that she's your least favorite character? I was like, no, she fucking did it right. She killed it. She was awesome in the movie. Um, so I would have liked a little bit more from her. You know, we've talked about how, the movies we watch have been a little bit of a sausage fest so far. That's true. Um, uh, so it would have been nice to have a little bit more of her. Maybe we watch Monster or something next week. We get a nice leading lady. Yeah, um, we get our own. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I could have I could have done with a little bit more Mia. Yeah, I loved another line that I say all the time is when she 
goes to the bathroom and does coke. She says, I said, God damn. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Um, I think not to like make it a nine hour podcast, but I think that even like Tarantino, there's like six Tarantino scenes that are probably in my top 10 favorite scenes of all time. There's a few here, obviously the Ezekiel and the, the end, the diner scene. Uh, you got Inglorious Brasses again, the opening shot and the bar scene. Um, and you have uh, DiCaprio's fucking fantastic monologue at the the dinner scene in um, in Django. Django. It's just just fucking phenomenal. There's just so many great scenes that 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 and so exceptionally written that Tarantino does it so memorable that I love. Another thing with him too, like I want to know how his mind works that he laid out all the scenes in the order that he did. Like, was that something that he wrote the complete story first and then he worked with somebody to arrange them that way? Or was did that all just come from him? Is that how his mind works? That that'd be interesting to know. Well, supposedly, and I'm looking right now that there was a um hold on. Um, he, Roger Avery, um, mm-hmm. who has done things like, um, Rules of Attraction, loved that fucking movie. Um, I mean, it's based on a book, but, um, True Romance, like Reservoir Dogs, he did a lot of stuff with Tarantino, and allegedly the, um, I guess the production company or whoever was just like, no, we want it to be like written and directed by tarantino so he kind of got cut out from getting a writing credit um and he hasn't worked with tarantino since but supposedly a good bulk of the um fuck which which one i forget which scene but a bulk of it was written by avery um allegedly so maybe you know maybe him and tarantino worked on uh the chronology of it or whatever i wonder if it was some of the bruce stuff because the Bruce stuff didn't feel a hundred percent Tarantino to me. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean it's possible certainly possible. I, I forget which which um which one it was, but something. <laughs> Tarantino didn't wasn't the only director in this movie. Really? Yeah. Who else? Robert Rodriguez directed the uh Oh yeah, that's right. Uncredited the yeah. shots. Yeah, the shots that Tarantino was in. Yep. Good so good call. Good piece of trivia. Hey, thank you. Hey, good pull. That's hey. what they say in the biz. Who would have thought? Huh? <laughs> Who would have thought? Not me. Not me either. Not us. Who would have thought that we'd be sitting here talking to each other about fucking anything for an hour and a half? Not me. Not me. <laughs> Technology, baby. Technology. How Let's about go that? another 90. Let's go another 90. Absolutely not. You guys can if you want. Let's talk about where the wolf is right now. Uh, he's on a he's kicking back on a beach, getting uh he's got a drink in one hand, a lady in the other arm, and another one giving him the old dome. Yeah, the old and then the other one giving the old fucking rumble still skin in the back. <laughs> um, so anything else about pulp fiction? Email us, man. Let us know. Yeah, please. What did we forget? But what did we say? Awesome. Anything. Yeah, like even what's like even even 
even the whiz kid is, is a fucking tremendous tarantino fan please give give us some feedback of what you love and some of your favorite scenes i always love to hear from me because you you write so well and, and you always have great great thoughts so um yeah please even benny don't you have uh what's that guy's name kenny right he the guy that directed yeah. uh the hundredth episode tell him yeah. to write in i want i want to know he's a he's very talented dude i want to know his his take his tarantino takes yeah because he it's funny we go back and forth every time i put a poll up because it's either you know how the fuck have you not seen these movies you're not allowed to have a podcast about watching <laughs> movies if you haven't seen these um you know he he wants us to watch the big lebowski pretty bad oh please um, yeah i i sent him that movie a taxi driver that i want to do with you guys one of these days yeah uh, he hasn't seen that one i'd be interested to know what he thinks about that so he's he's good i definitely want to get his opinion on one of these yeah robbie have you ever seen big lebowski i have not no oh yeah we got to put that we got to do that soon put the um, poll up yeah maybe um yeah i don't know maybe that'll be in the next uh next vote we'll see oh one last thing i wanted to shout out was uh shout out to the one vote that we got for once upon a time in hollywood that was aya who's been yeah, shout out that that movie for so long maybe we'll just watch that one on our own time because she's been it wanting should. to see it for for a long time yeah oblige oblige the, the i will but i've had my excuse now being like well i'm probably gonna do a podcast with the guys on it so we'll wait but <laughs> i feel like i'm in a, a quentin Tar- tarantino headspace now we can knock that one out yeah, it's on yeah. stars love it have you benny have you watched the bear yet season two uh i'm four episodes in okay well maybe when you finish we'll do it but we'll see yeah um all right well and if you have and i mean you the listener have any suggestions for us like benny said please email us let us know um and maybe we'll entertain that idea i don't know we'll see there's a lot of movies that please one final final thing please um i was going through our dms and i saw that g marie asked if we had seen a few good men yeah i haven't i have not seen that Robbie? Uh, bits and pieces, but not the whole thing. Okay. Right, so maybe we'll put that on the maybe burner we'll put... for like Labor Day or something like that. Yeah. Sounds good. How about, how about you? How about Arbor Day? <laughs> Flag Day? <laughs> Flag Day pass. All good days. <laughs> All right. So I think let's wrap it up there. Thank you so much for listening to us ramble on. We appreciate it. And like we said, email, review follow all that fun stuff vote vote please so robbie doesn't have a fucking aneurysm i'll I'm stick him st- on you i swear yeah, I will. please i'm one step away i got the, I got the, the fucking the shot collar on so i don't say anything right now <laughs> <laughs> but we love you and robbie tell him good night 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 marcellus wells keep your butthole tight <laughs> robbie can you grab me my wallet? It's the one that says bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I said, God damn. <laughs>